He made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth. Who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place, and gave him the name that is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Good morning, New Hope family. Merry Christmas. I wish you and your family a joyful time during this Christmas. It is good to see almost all restrictions are lifted and we can enjoy traveling longer distances and catch up with our friends and family members and enjoy time of being together. I believe this Christmas tastes different, differently for us because for a long time and around two years, we have been under different lockdowns and have experienced their pressure on different aspects of our lives. I think you would agree with me that we usually enjoy something and appreciate its presence in our life when it was absent from our lives for a long time. In the same way, today we acknowledge and appreciate this freedom because we have been deprived of it for almost two years. Today I'm going to speak about a similar sense of freedom and comfort, which some of our Persian friends have found in Jesus. They believe they never had been able to experience this kind of freedom and comfort in past when they were Muslims. I believe listening to their stories and exploring their lived experiences could be very helpful and encouraging for us. It could encourage us and remind us of all the blessings we have in Jesus. Let me explain which kind of freedom I'm speaking about. As a part of my studies, PhD studies, a few years ago, I had the privilege of interviewing some of our Persian friends in the church to explore their lived experiences of their journeys from Islam to Christianity. As you know, many of our Persian friends have come to Australia to take refuge and start a new life and enjoy freedom in this beautiful country. However, beside their physical journeys from Iran to Australia, they have experienced a spiritual journey as well, which has eventually 
directed them to accept Jesus as their savior and convert to Christianity. In my research, I try to understand how they see, make sense, and interpret their lived experiences. As you know, conversion to Christianity could be very dangerous for people who are coming from Islamic background. But for some certain reasons, our Persian friends have risked their lives by believing in Jesus and following him. During my conversations with these Persian friends, they spoke of their captivating stories and their lived experience of how they came to know Jesus and believed in him. I was truly touched and moved by listening to their stories. All of them believed they have experienced a deep transformation in their lives and also in their understandings of God and his character during this journey. In fact, this new understanding and perception of God has created a deep sense of comfort, peace, joy, freedom in them. And all of them believed that before coming to Christ, they always felt that something is missing in their spiritual space. They suffered from some kind of spiritual dissatisfaction. Always they carried a sense of rejection, uncertainty, fear, and hopelessness within them. It seems for them that they are kept captive and chained by these painful feelings. They believe when they came to Jesus, they found a new image and perception of God, which has transformed their lives. From their perspective, there are significant differences between the picture they had from God and his character in the past with the ones which they have now. The most highlighted difference emphasized by these friends was the love of God. Let me explain this in more details. What the love of God means for our Persian friends and why it is so special and meaningful for them. In the past, our Persian friends were told that there is a huge gap and distance between God and humankind. They were told that it is impossible for humankind to have a close and personal relationship with God. They were told the only thing which people could do is in order to get closer to God is to surrender to him and obey his commands. By this way, they may avoid God's anger and punishment. However, there was no guarantee that they could keep God happy. In their conscience, they always felt that something is wrong and it is missing in their relationship with God. When they came to Christ, 
they found the missing part. It was a personal and close relationship and friendship with God. They believe this sense of closeness to God, which they have experienced in Jesus, has given them comfort, freedom. Freedom from their all their hopelessness and feeling of failure and rejection. Let me share a quotation from a Persian friend whom I interviewed during my research. This reflects, in fact, his feeling about his relationship with God when he was a Muslim. He says, always, I was thirsty to know God, but he was far away. How could I know him when he was far? I always felt there is something wrong in my relationship with God, and I blamed myself for it until I came to know Jesus and believed in him. Now I have a sense of personal relationship with God. I know he is with me each moment of my life. He never leaves me alone. He listens to me, answers my prayers, and lives with me. This closeness to God means a lot for Muslim background believers. According to their previous faith system, they were told that they are abts of God, which means they were slaves of God. In their previous understanding of God, it was considered as blasphemy to believe that someone could have a personal relationship and friendship with him. In fact, any idea of having a close relationship with God was considered as dishonoring God and compromising his greatness. Let me to share another quotation of people whom I interviewed. One of them says, the only perception that I have had since my childhood was that God is character who lives in heaven. He has created us and we live here on earth by ourselves. Before converting to Christianity, in the same way, I viewed God as a person who was very distant from me. I couldn't receive any message from him, and the prophets had come to tell us what we must do and we, what we must not do. That's all. I didn't have a feeling of closeness to God. The image of God in the, in the past was like a boss. This sense of God's closeness has been a certain part of our Persian friends' lived experience during their journey from Iran to Australia. They believe during their journey to Australia, God was always with them, and they have experienced his presence in a tangible way. In the difficult times, God was with them. God gave them hope and sustained them. They believe during the most distressing time of their journey, when 
they were traveling on the sea, God was with them. When they were traveling on small rotten boats, packed by tens of passengers, God was present and he didn't let them to lose their hope. As you may know, the smugglers who brought them to Australia used the oldest and cheapest boats to carry them from Indonesia to here. They didn't want to risk their money by investing in newer and safer boats. For many days, our Persian friends traveled on these rotten and unsafe boats, and many times they found themselves only a few moments away from being sunk and drowned. But among all those troubles, they believe God was with them. And this awareness of his presence sustained them and didn't let them to lose their hope. In addition to God's closeness and his personal relationship with them, our Persian friends have learned that God's love for them is not a normal life, love. But they have found that God's love for them is a radical and limitless love. The kind of love which was completely alien to them in the past. As Shiite Muslims, our Persian friends always carried a feeling of fear, uncertainty in their relationship with God. As we saw, they were told that there is a huge gap and distance between God and them. They were told that they need to work hard, I mean very hard, to fill this gap by their own actions, by doing good and performing religious rituals. It was up to them to try hard to keep God happy and try to move closer to him step by step. As a matter of fact, they never felt that they are getting closer to God. They always carried some sense of failure, rejection, frustration. Even they blamed themselves for this failure. They were not sure if at the end God would accept them or not. They were not sure if one day they would be allowed to enter to paradise or not. Let me read another quotation from one of our Persian friends. She says, The God whom I knew before in Shiite Islam was a tyrant God. He was monitoring me to see if I would perform anything wrong, so he could put me in hell. This God, which I have now, Jesus Christ, always and everywhere, he says, anytime you come back to me, I will accept you. He is always waiting to welcome and embrace me. The previous God was seeking any reason to reject me. 
when looking back to their experience and spiritual journeys, our Persian friends believe that the image which they had from God in the past was completely different. They believe they have found a different image of God in Jesus. This loving God didn't wait for them to try hard, ascend, and reach him to in heaven. Instead, he came down. He sent his son, Jesus, among people and revealed his love to them through Jesus. They believe Jesus' incarnation and his sacrificial act on the cross is reflective of God's radical and limitless love for them. In their previous understanding of God, it was considered as blasphemy to believe God could come down, take a human form, live among his people, and even sacrifice himself for the sake of their salvation. Now, my friends, we know that this sense of being accepted and loved by someone else is a part of our deepest emotional and psychological needs. This is the way that God has created us. For us, closeness and intimacy means love, security, safety, peace, and comfort. A mother's hug brings peace, joy, and comfort for her baby. In fact, we see this is the way that God has pictured himself in the Bible. For example, we read in Isaiah chapter 66, verse 13, God says, as a mother comforts her child, I shall comfort you. What a beautiful picture of God, picture of love of God. Our Persian friends feel comforted and assured when they learn in the Bible, for example, for example, in Isaiah chapter 54, verse 10, God says, For the mountains may depart and the hills be removed, but my steadfast love shall not be depart from you, and my covenant of peace shall not be removed, says the Lord. And this brings us to another aspect of the love of God which is so meaningful and real for our Persian friends. During their relationship with God, they have found that God's love for them not only is a radical love, but it is unconditional. They believe they have experienced the unconditional love of God in a practical way. When our Persian friends look back at the time when they were Muslims, they realize that this loving God has been always with them since the early years of their lives, since many years before they have come to Christ. God has been trying to reveal himself to them. 
They believe God was with them in every moment of their life and used every situation to call them to himself. They believe it was God who took the first step and tried to call them up. In the Gospel of John, chapter 10 and verse 16, Jesus says, And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. As we see, this is what exactly happening to our Persian friends. At the time when they were, they didn't know God, God called them and invited them to join to his fellowship. God called them through different ways. As you know, for some of them through dreams and visions, for many of them through media, satellite and online Christian radio and TV programs. And sometimes he used other Christians to share the good news with our Persian friends and serve them. While in the past, our Persian friends were told that God only accepts people who believe in him and are submissive and obedient and in fact, he hates, God hates unbelievers based on their lived experience. They have found that in Jesus, God loves all people, both believers and unbelievers. When looking back at their lived experience, they believe God always loved them and he strived to bring them to his own knowledge and to call them his children. From our Persian friend's perspective, the love of God is radical, and also it is unconditional, and therefore no one and nothing can separate them from his love. They are assured that in Jesus they are accepted, and have become the children of God. Let me share another quotation from a different member of our Persian community with you. He says, when I'm looking back to my past, since my childhood, I realized that God was always present and had been working in my life, and it is true, there is a God, he means in Islam, who sits up high and there is a different God in Christian faith who, for the sake of his people, whom he has created, comes down and becomes equal with them. In Christianity, God's promise is his presence. We are going to be in his presence, his throne, and we will live with him in one place, eternally, and we will feel God's presence in a complete, tangible way. This is enjoyable. This is difference. And later he continues in his interview, he says, God's heart is my heart. His presence is in me. I do commit sin, 
I am sinner, but this cannot keep me away from God. God knows better than me that I am sinner, but he accepts me. As we see, our Persian friends believe their new perception of God and their close and personal relationship with him has transformed their lives and set them free from all their feelings of rejection, failure, and fear. Now, they can enjoy their fellowship and friendship with God, and they are able to experience the fullness of His presence to live a life enriched by peace, hope, and assurance. And at the end, I would like to add something important. In fact, one of the practical ways our Persian friends have experienced the love of God is the love and care they received from people in the church. They believe people's love for strangers in a church is reflective of God's unconditional and sacrificial love for them. The loving attitudes of people and their care for those others have encouraged our Persian friends to connect to church community and become a part of it. Our Persian friends' experience of their journey with Jesus and his loving presence has always been encouraging for me. I am sure you feel the same way. I pray for people, and especially for Muslims, who haven't been able to hear about Jesus and his amazing love. I also pray for people who have never been able to have a sense of closeness and intimacy with the Heavenly Father. I pray for them. May the Lord open their hearts and let his light shine upon them so they can see his closeness, feel his presence, and receive the heavenly blessings, peace, joy, freedom, comfort, so, can, so they can taste his amazing love and enjoy a personal relationship with him. Enjoy the freedom and peace which could be found in Jesus only. Amen. And God bless you all, my dear friends.